News Now. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Nerd News Now, where Brainy's going to have his dinner. Kyle's going to show off his cool new camera setup. And I'm going to drink coffee. Here, if I put it right in the middle, I have this weird mirror, this weird ghost image thing happening. That's disconcerting. If it wasn't for those meddling kids, I would have got away with having terrible video this whole episode. So, Brainy, did you have you been into your store the last couple of days? No? Okay. I just wondered how you were handling the don't talk about Spider-Man rule. Yeah, I haven't been there, so they can do whatever they want. And, you know, our employees never leave the uh, store, so they don't get a chance to watch the movie. <laughs> so are we not talking about Spider-Man? Because I like went and saw it and everything. I mean, I can I can turn my speakers off if you want, and you guys can talk about it. And I can come back. I don't have to spoil it. I don't have to spoil it to talk about how it was disappointing. Oh, let 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 Brainy enjoy the movie without having attached. Oh, did I say I didn't enjoy it, or did I say I was disappointed? Oh, okay. Disappointed is just mom for mad. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, but I was disappointed by it. Man, your your uh, your uh, level of what makes you happy for a movie is really like stringent. I can't. I can't. I I will send you the written review, Jen, because you've seen it. But I don't. I like. I refuse to talk about it with people who haven't seen it because one, I enjoyed it. But what I have to say comes from a level of I enjoyed the movie, but I also know more about Spider-Man than I do any other character ever created by any creator ever. But you, you cannot compare MCU. Uh, no, it, I, I didn't say I did that either, did I, Brainy? No, but it just sure as heck. It, it comes from a place of, hey, you know what they could have did? You know, like. They wouldn't have even had to have hired a writer if they'd have done this thing that was already written in this other comic book over here. Still a great movie, but they could have done this. So I was disappointed because, like me in high school, it didn't live up to its potential. I do still, I, you know, this is probably the first movie in a while. I'm not talking about TV show because TV shows, I get people in all the time looking for source material. But always for movies, no one's ever looking for the source material. But this is probably the first time I have had people come in and say, what is this based on? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> Which is oh. the other part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. No, no, we're close. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. It was so daggum busy today at the store. I was happy. I, uh, I went this weekend and I visited seven comic book stores. Oh, is that for... Um, uh, aftershock gig mm-hmm. um, because I had you know some time this weekend and uh, every one of them was absolutely slammed except for one and he went dude you showed up and you killed it what are you some kind of cooler Oh! <laughs> and I went hey I just wanted to come and watch gremlins and he goes well in that case I'm glad there's no one here and we watched gremlins for an hour oh man that's not a good sign if you can have an hour to watch Gremlins. 
during the busiest holiday season. Well, I also got their, uh, they've extended their hours. Oh, so it's during its normal, not open. Normally they're closed, right. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it was one of those things, like, he wasn't even angry. Like, he's like, what are you, some kind of cooler? I go, yeah, but now your cheeseburger will be hot and we can watch the gremlins. He's like, oh, okay, you're the best. You know, speaking of hours, it's interesting because of COVID, we cut down our hours. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about going back to our normal hours, and I just can't justify it right now, especially looking at, you know, normal sales. Well, and January's coming. Like, so cut even more, man. No. Cut to the bone. We're down to almost, we're down to five and a half hours a day. And we used to be eight plus on certain days and stuff, so. Be open every two, every Wednesday, and then every third Thursday, and that's it. No, that's too far going down. <laughs> Why every Wednesday? Because you have to be open at least one every something. Otherwise, people won't know when to come in. Why not every Friday? Okay, every Friday and then every third Thursday. Hmm. <laughs> Brady's thinking about it now. The thing that I like doing this time of year, I've been doing it the last couple of weeks, is that we don't change our hours on the door or on the website or anything. But because most of the people that come to your store during this time of year are not from around here, and they're not going to check that stuff normally, <laughs> I just open my doors at nine in the morning when I'm here anyway, and just have people wander in. And I get to be everybody's hero because they're all like, please help me. <laughs> I need something. Yeah. We would always expand our hours during the holiday. Um, when I had my store, but oftentimes what would happen is it was, we had this policy that if no one comes in for two hours, we close. I, I would tell people I will stay open 24 hours a day if people are constantly coming in. But if right. if we go two hours, we close, and we open the re- we'd reopen the next day at 9 a.m. or whatever. Right. See, we couldn't do that because we have gamers that would never leave. Yeah. <laughs> but I had that. But the, it, those guys kept spending money. Like I'm gonna stay. You know. But what would happen is I would get lucky. Is that on like Mondays. I'd open at nine and nobody'd be there till nobody'd come in for two hours and I'd close at noon. Brainy, did you and, did you open up your new your other side, your the gaming side? No. You just you just put out tables in your main space? No, we're we're not doing any events right now. No events around. Yeah, we're we're still I don't know if I mentioned the last time we were actually gonna do it was in October. We we're gonna open it back up. And a few days prior we find out that one of our gamers and a regular customer passed away from COVID. So we're like, yeah, you know, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to risk it for anybody. So it's not worth it. Uh, And people understand. Yeah. I'm worried about that a little bit again too, because I know that I've started to hear about um, like there were some schools that were, that, that went and shut down early right before break. They're saying January is going to be bad. I mean, if if the NFL is any indication, like, January could be, like, mass shutdowns again. Like, mm-hmm. four NFL teams had a, a combined 85 people on COVID protocol yeah. this week. And those are 
people who are getting tested every couple of days or once a week if they're vaccinated? Mm-hmm. You know, it's my dad's going to lunch breakfast with somebody who we haven't seen in months tomorrow. And I'm going, seems risky. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was my son's birthday yesterday, so we had to get get together at my mom's. And I had to stay away from everybody just just in case just in case, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Gotta be careful with each other because we do want everybody to be coming out the other end that we can get coming out the other end. So yep. well, and it's a year ago Friday that I got it. So did you, did you figure out how how you yes. were your, were your tra- okay. The same people I'm going to see on Friday. <laughs> I mean, you want me to go visit them if you want? I, I can. I, I did test negative, but whatever I have, they can get. No, I'm good. I'm just going to, like I did last year, wear a mask. And if if it happens, it happens. All right. So what do we think the likelihood is that out of this, that there will be some kind of new superpower? <laughs> 70 to 80% because I already have one. <laughs> oh, what's your I have a super, power, Kyle? superhuman distrust of other humans. Oh, no. Wait, you, you've had that all your life. That that didn't come out of this. It just got superpowered, supercharged. It just accentuates <laughs> other things. You know what? I, I might have mentioned before, but I went back and watched Utopia again. Both versions, the American and the British one. I was like, one. I wonder if some of our really big distrust about the government part of this is not from that movie from that show that's really the way it rolls out well and when you look at when you look at the history of conspiracy theories and things in this country oh man it froze again um i'm having one of problems with one of the cameras freezing no um but when you look at when you look at the history of conspiracy theories and stuff in this country it's really interesting that the whole thing was built up like everything back to 1650 Everything was a conspiracy theory. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So some of our big distrust of the government is because when we made our government, it was because we distrusted the government. Totally true. By the way, I'm through like a, it's like a 650 page book. I'm about three quarters of the way through on the 1968 election. And I never believed in conspiracy theories like around the Kennedy assassination, either Kennedy assassination. Mm -hmm. But this book, man. Is it putting some doubt in you? I really don't trust Teddy Kennedy. Like, it's fun to have conspiracy theories about people who are dead. Because, you know, they have no repercussions now. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think I think the whole thing was Teddy Kennedy just wanted to be president, so he had all the other Kennedys killed, including his brother, who was killed fighting in World War II. I somehow think it's Teddy's fault. So this is Game of Thrones, is what you're yes. saying? Basically, yes. <laughs> no, I, the whole reason I'm reading the book is it was the first election where they paid people to worry about how their candidate looked on TV. Oh, okay. Both major parties. So that was what cost Nixon his first run. Yeah. He looked sweaty and mm-hmm. scared or whatever. Right. The what Democrats had been paying him for a while. This is the first time the Republicans were like, TV matters. 
Who knew? Also, because I bought a bunch of Hubert Humphrey for president buttons from Miss Jen a while back. Yeah, you did. Um, you know, 1972 was Hubert Humphrey. Mm-hmm. So, did anyone watch at least the first episode of the new season of Witcher? Oh, sad. I still haven't watched the last season of Witcher. I, I did watch the first season of uh, Saved by the Bell. Oh, okay. Can I put my Kyle hat on? Go. <laughs> Is the world ready for two Kyles? <laughs> Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> I don't Maybe it's me that's, you know, not... Uh, I enjoyed the first one just like everybody else did. And maybe it was just the fact that I was, you know, not 40-ish back then and whatnot. But this show does not... It's not the Saved by the Bell. It's trying to do way too much. And I, I at least in my opinion, I, I think they're trying to force too much of the the equality in there, you know, making sure that they bring in the whatever the other school was called. I forgot. There was another school. Yeah, they brought in students from another school from, uh, you know, the low privilege school. And it basically revolves around them. And I'm, I'm a little disappointed with that. Um, and it might be just because I didn't view Bayside the way it is being portrayed anymore. You know, I didn't think of it as a, some rich preppy people kind of school back in the days. I mean, Zach did have a car phone he did. in an era where the only people who had car phones were politicians and drug dealers. And, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, I don't know if you want to watch this um, new episode or new show, whatever, whatnot. Mm. The fact that they give the lead character the same exact phone that Zach had back in the 90s is just lame. And the reasoning behind it is because the mother does not want her to take... Uh, Inappropriate pictures of herself and post them on the. Oh, okay. So she's got a phone in a bag. She's got she's got the big big brick phone that. The Motorola. Yeah, the big. Oh, okay. So she has Zach's like third phone, because Zach's first phone was a bag phone. Oh no, I guess the third. Then he had the giant one that was like this. The giant one. You know that looked like, and with the giant antenna, that looked like the satellite phone from uh, Jurassic Park. Then he had the Motorola. I remember because that's how you chart the the, the uh, existence of the game Snake. So, wait, you guys, let's talk about this for a second. So, Brainy brought it up. So, how do you? This is like this weird place where comic books and movie and TV all have to skate right now to have representation and to have um, like try to be have like representative representative of everybody but then also not look like they're trying to um like force that it's like this weird thing that they have to do is like they we want to have those things but if you're doing a lip service then they'll get they'll give them a hard time about it like this looks like lip service or this is you're forcing the issue like it's going to be this way for a while as people kind of like figure that balance out well the answer is to sort of do in a way what spider-man did with mj right making it zendaya sure and with ned um you mean casting wise you just do it 
and you don't acknowledge it. Yes, I think that's the key. You're right. Right. I mean, that's the answer. Like, it's for Saved by the Bell to have been like, okay, we're going to bring in people from the not rich preppy school now. Now it all becomes about that. Like, it's a, it's a, now you're, now you're actually in, you're instituting some of that classism. Whereas if you just make your show. Correct. And that's, that's what uh, this Saved by the Bell bell feels like it's more of a it's us against them stories now mm-hmm. and they you know they pointed it out so many times i'm just i don't know it's at the point where it's not necessary at least in my thought i know there's still a lot of um discrimination a lot of um inequality but to point it out the way they are i think they're going a bit too far Kyle said, you know, he, he put it perfectly. Do it. Just don't toss it down our throats. Don't don't point out that you're doing it. Don't make it. The, the, don't make the entire issue about that. Yeah. I think you're right. Well said. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to find a thing here. Okay. Uh, there's there was some big Marvel news today. Outside of Spider Man, yes, they announced or they dropped uh, an image with the new Punisher logo. Oh, that's true, and I didn't open it up because I I didn't know if it would be spoilery. You know what I mean? Um, it's not a good logo, but it's better than the old one. Okay. Like. It's one of those things is it's meet the new boss, same as the old boss kind of situation. The old logo wasn't great. The new logo, also not great, but somehow also not better. Did they do it because because the old logo got stolen and is being used for other purposes? I think that had a lot to do with it. Um, I think I think that it has to do with copyright infringement and copyright, you know, mm-hmm. trademark law. But I also think it has something to do with, um, you know, the the people who are claiming that logo and using it for their purposes, not necessarily always being the greatest people. And then at the same time, I think this was the inevitable direction it would go. Right? Mm-hmm. Frank Castle can only just be angry at the world for so long before he has to become something. And it looks. <coughs> And it looks like that's as I choke on my gum. Um, it looks like that's the story they're going to tell. Uh, it's going to be written by Jason Aaron. Ooh, love Jason Aaron. Yeah. Um, but the new logo is. It has some Asian influence and some samurai influence, I think. But it just—it basically looks like they took the old logo and gave him giant eyebrows and um, like weird vampire fangs. Like it's, it's a weird. We've lost Brainy. Oh no! He had to go cough. But. I don't know. I it's. I'm glad that they did something. I don't oh. think this is it. 
I, I see what it is. I've looked at it now. Okay. You know, it's a... Here, let's show everybody. Whoa. Like double horns, you're right. Right. I mean, not a, not, not, not a good logo. Not a bad logo. I think we'll get used to it. I think that's something we can get used to. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Like I said, it's... I just don't think it's any better than the old one. I don't think it's an improvement. So... Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a strong opinion, and that's that bothers me when I don't have a strong opinion on something. We usually do. So I, I saw. Know. I saw news that Spider-Man didn't do just good. Spider-Man did well enough to be the number two movie of all time for this opening weekend. Is that right? That sounds about right. Yeah, it's crazy good. I mean, I I went and saw it once. Um, I I think it deserved it against the slate of movies that were out this weekend. Yeah. Um, There wasn't really anything for it to compete with. Um, It'll be interesting to see what it does next weekend against The Matrix and the new Kingsman movie. Yeah. I think it'll hold its own. I would have liked to have seen them all released the same weekend. Um, the problem with the Matrix is it's going to be divided. It's going to both H- HBO Max and uh, on theaters. Right, but if if so, let's just say that, that the Matrix though does seventy percent of what Spider Man does. Right. Mm-hmm. If you if you you know figure in for the streaming. Matrix would have beat it. Right? Same with the Kingsman. Like, if it does whatever that winds up being. It'd just be interesting to see because it used to be that the week before Christmas, you got a couple of blockbuster-level movies. Right. And we're still getting a couple, but soon, but Sony pushed this Spider-Man out one week, so it had a week on its own. I would have liked to have seen it go head-to-head with some other actual competitors. Yeah, what's kind of cool is I've I know that there's a lot of people that have been saying that they're they're gonna not gonna get to see it until this next week for their first time. So I think it might have long legs as having big numbers. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I, I had the the second time I went to go see it I had the same feeling I did when I watched Endgame the second time. It was like, ah, I can see that there's been some level in the movie theater of people that are watching it for their second or third time, just based on the amount of yelling at what parts, you know, you can see that you can see that the the steep, steep decline as people watch it many multiples of times for what they're willing to like, woo, about. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And what they're willing to gasp at and stuff for sure. I, you know, and this is, this is the other thing that I always have to kind of remind people of. That, like, I'm sitting in the theater before Spider-Man, and I'm listening to the conversations around me, and in my brain I'm going, you know that's wrong, right? Like, these are people who need to be corrected because they don't know Spider-Man nearly as well as they think they know Spider-Man. Like, you know, people were saying, oh, well, Kingpin's going to be in this because Kingpin was uh, was originally a Spider-Man villain. Which is true. 
It is, but like, really? Um, I'm That's the direction you're going to go? Like, it's Kingpin's not going to be in this because in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Kingpin is not a Spider-Man villain. Like, it's these, it's, I hear these conversations of people who could, could clearly have used to have been in a comic book store in the last 15 years. And they haven't been. But they think they know everything because of the internet. And they didn't watch Hawkeye. Spoiler. Yeah, I haven't seen episode five yet. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is then after the movie comes out and after I see it and I kind of pass my review on it and my judgment, I find myself having to not only defend my view, but correct people's misconceptions about the character. You know, it's, oh, I thought this movie was only a four out of five or a two out of five or whatever it winds up being. And that's, but this, this is, no, none of that is correct. Like, and so for me, going to see Spider-Man again is just inviting more pain. But I think I'm going to go see it again. <gasps> I think I have figured out this is like getting over 50 is that I used to feel it was very important to correct people when they had wrong ideas or thoughts that are like factually wrong, right? When you hear someone overhear someone at the movie theater saying that somebody is a specific character or this is their origin and it's wrong and I just learned, you know what? I've known plenty of people in my life that I was telling them something that ended up being wrong and I knew they could have corrected me in hindsight, but they didn't. I look back on those people and think how sweet they were to just let it be. If it's something like, and the thing is, is when I talk about correcting somebody, it's when they say stuff that's just blatantly incorrect. Mm. You know, it's not like, oh, they're they're saying Kingpin is gonna be in this because the you know, and I know what Brainy knows, clearly they're not watching Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. You know, or oh, you know who's gonna be in this movie? Uh Darth Vader in a Spider Man What? Like that's the kind of stuff I find myself having to correct. <laughs> well well, you know, Spider Man was originally Tony Stark's son. N no 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 he wasn't. That was said in the movie. And I'm going... <laughs> hey, you don't know he wasn't. I do know he wasn't. Sure it wasn't in a what if. Maybe in a what if story, but like... Nah, I don't think Marlon would have gone that route. In I can feel the vice tightening down on my head. And so, but I think I'm going to go see it again because the one thing I will say in my review of this movie is I know there are Easter eggs mm -hmm. and there are little subtle things that I missed that will certainly help the movie. So, uh, so it's not to talk about something I don't want to spoil for Brainy. The Hugo Awards were this weekend. Really? Yes. Uh, and I don't know if anybody else follows the Hugo Awards. Um, but that the Hugo Awards, uh, the world's uh, at Discon three, the 79th World Science Fiction Convention. Uh, so the Hugo Awards for fiction, 
And uh, some interesting, the best uh, best graphic novel or series, best graphic story, went to Parable of the Sower, the graphic novel adaptation of October of, of the same story, of written by Octavia Butler. Uh, that's Damian Duffy and John Jennings, who I've had on my air a couple of times on the experience. Um, and Greg Rucka's The Old Guard, Guard won Best Dramatic Presentation Long Form. So, The Old Guard won an award. Um, nice. Yeah, and so I just thought it was good to see in that world that's normally you know, uh, dominated by more traditional science fiction writing mm -hmm. to see a couple of comic books getting in there. You know, like um, Neil Gaiman won a Hugo Award for Coraline, but that was before Coraline had ever been adapted, adapted into a graphic novel or to a movie or any of that kind of stuff. So I thought that was cool news. Um. Oh, something else, and this is not nerdy at all. Yellowstone. Uh, have you guys seen Yellowstone? Everyone at my breakfast group talks about it all the time. I know I've got to watch it because everyone's um, wonderful. It is, but they just started a new series that's a prequel called 1883. Okay. It's got Tim McGraw and Faith Hill in it. Um, Sam uh, Sam Elliott. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Love. Like every single actor in this movie or in this show is an absolute heavy hitter. Yes. And it's only available on streaming. Which service? Paramount Plus. Oh, that's why I've been watching it. Well, it also it just came out. Like, um, the regular show is on Peacock, but it's 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 one of those things. I'm like. I'm watching this going, this is the Western we need for these times. Mm -hmm. Because, like, at one point there's a scene where Sam Elliott's character and his partner, who is an African-American uh, Union, a retired black Union soldier, are trying to tell this group of Germans about what to watch for as they head west. And at one point they say... We'll set up a latrine far away from our water source. And there's this whole big run about how do you explain to Germans what latrine means? And, like, it's just a series of jokes. And I'm like, oh, I get it. It's a it's a serious Western, but it's not, like, the good, the bad, and the ugly serious. It's a different kind of serious. So I'm really hoping that shows like Yellowstone and 1883 and some of these Revive the Western, because then we can get a Marvel Cinematic Kid Cult Outlaw movie. Oh, my word. Do you really want that? Yes, because Kid Cult was an Avenger. Okay. Like, or a, a TV series with him, just so we can be like, when we finally get to like, we've done so many Avengers movies, we have to get to the Midwest Avengers the Midwest can actually have one. You know, otherwise we get stuck with like, <laughs> I don't know, none of the good ones. Hey, there's West Coast Avengers. Right, but the the West Coast Avengers gets all of them. Uh -huh. Like, the Midwest gets Squirrel Girl? Uh 
Kinda? <laughs> Houston had a superhero for half a second. Which one was that? Uh, Ben Riley, Spider Man. Oh, that's true. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, we can't get our own superhero for the Midwest. It has to sometimes be Wendigo, and sometimes that's a supervillain. Like, come on. Did you guys have Wolverine for a little while, too? He's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> uh. So you need to talk to all your, like, comic book friends and tell them that they need to write a book that's set in Ohio. Uh, we have them. They're all written by Durf Backdurf. Oh, and yeah. uh, the the win the, the our superhero would then be the garbage man. See Durf Backdurf's book, trash. It's very good. Uh, or we could go with American Splendor. Uh, which is Harvey P. Carr, in which case there are no superheroes. Everyone is just trying to not die. Uh, so, um, there was an interesting thing before Spider-Man in the trailers, which was, it was still a different cut of the Morbius trailer than I had seen before. And without intending to say something out loud that the whole theater could hear, I went, freaking finally, this movie was supposed to be out three years ago when it was over. And the theater, the th every I could feel everybody looking at me, and I turned to my friend and go, I'm not wrong, right? But every time I see that trailer, I get excited for that movie. Because it's about time we get some Marvel horror. Yeah. So, right, here, so here's my theory. All right, I was going to say. If it does well... We get a giant-sized man-thing movie or TV show or something. Okay. Which lets us get a new Howard the Duck. Which brings it back around to eventually me getting a Four Bushman TV series. So which character do you think is also going to show up in Morbius? Batman. Batman, okay. I honestly would love to see... I would love to see Spider-Man show up. I don't see in the trailer, he's on a poster on the wall that says uh, murderer. But like to show up like and be like, hey, samesies or whatever, you know, it's um, Kingpin. right. It's be, I think Darth Vader will show up. Yes. Um, but real answers. Uh -huh. I'd love to, maybe Manwolf. Okay, I like that possibility of Doc Ock there as well. I mean, yeah. Uh -huh. I don't think they'll do it, but it is an actual Marvel character that's been more and more in the books recently. Uh, Dracula. Yeah. Yeah, I it. The my my man wolf prediction or whatever 
is just based on the fact that Manwolf is the son of J. Jonah Jameson, who we now have in the Feige verse. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels like there's a little more meat there. A little more meat on the bone for a Spider-Man 4, which I have yet to see finalized, but it sounds like Tom Holland has agreed to do one more film as Spider-Man. That's the rumor that I've heard. I've, um, heard, I've heard as many as three. He would be the longest running uh, Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of the one in Times Square, yes. Ha 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 ha. Um, Isn't that grandfather old by now? <laughs> fair. No, I, and then I actually have a theory that I can't talk about without spoiling Spider-Man as it relates to that one, possibly three more films. Okay. But I can't talk about it without spoiling Spider-Man. We should be able to talk about it next week. Can't imagine that we should. We wouldn't do it next week. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that that you know that's something. Um, it's a weird week for comics. Are there uh, comics this week? Huh? Are there comics this week? Uh, yeah, not many. Uh, look at my look at my order here. And even fewer of interest, really. Uh, I looked up up Diamond and it brought up Diamond Direct so I can get myself an engagement ring. (laughs) Probably better than Diamond Direct Toys. No, I'm kidding. Um, So, uh, one book this week for me is Batman One Dark Knight, which is written and drawn by Jock. Who is my favorite Batman cover artist ever? Oh, I don't even want to look at this. You don't even want to look? I don't even want to look at our list, man. We've got another problem with our order. And that... <sighs> yes, the same issue we had last time, again, where we have hundreds of items that we don't recall ordering, but it's showing up as an initial order. That's crazy. Yep. And yeah, I talked to our rep, and they basically said there'll probably be a fee for us having to return all of those. Yeah. Even though, can they can they prove that you actually ordered them? They have it as a our initial order. Um, again, it, it's you know, I, I I had a feeling there was something wrong when I was uploading our initial order. I should have dug more into it as opposed to just saying, hey, yeah, you know, we've been doing this for many years. We haven't had problems. Why worry about it? But anyway, let's get back to the list. Ooh, we get the barbaric hardcover. Woo-hoo. Um, I'm trying to think of if there's anything else on my list. Um, oh, Black Solstice number one from Dark Horse. And that is, for me, all of, (laughs) that's it in terms of new comics that I have uh, that are being pulled. 
Um, like porcelain number five, Barbarella six. Um, ooh, ooh. no hold bar number one. So excited. <laughs> See, I got that last week. Yeah, I'm getting it this week. That's so weird. And it doesn't even show as it being late, like a, a reorder. Yeah, I, I think it's new because we're getting it this week as well. Oh, we get our Octobriana with love. Uh, I get. I, I how about refrigerator full of heads? I'm still reading it, even though I don't know why. Really? You does it not live up to bucket full of heads? Was it bucket full? Yeah. No, it's I. I, I had intended to do with that what I did with bucket full of heads. Get number one, and then buy the trade. I'm still getting the, you know, to make sure I was, I get number one, read it, make sure I was interested, and then order the trade. Well, I'm four issues in now, and I forgot to take it off my pull list, so instead, I will just get all the single issues. Like, you know, it's one of those, just going, oops, I forgot to communicate with my comic book store about what I wanted to do with that one. Not going to not buy them, but. Um, so, Brainy, did you see that Odin's Eye number two is this week? Yes, it's a weekly series. Oh, okay. Duh. Well, that's why you asked. But if I wanted to wait, I should. For, yeah. for two, three, and four, I'll just wait. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, for two, three, and four? Yeah. Okay. Wow, there really isn't very much this week. I guess it's nice, though, because people are all traveling and they probably won't be in town to pick up poles and yep. spend time with family. There are and, and, and because of the way the holidays break down, you don't really get a skip week this year, do you? Like no, a full skip week. No skip week for us. Super excited. I finally get what's the furthest place from here. Number one, Deluxe. Deluxe edition. <laughs> get my one copy. Yeah. I wonder if <laughs> I'm going to get... I I, uh, I tried to pre, I tried to order that from a store. I wonder if I'm going to get it. A friend of mine's shop. I'm like, hey, I way back when I found out they were doing it, I'm like, I want this one. And he goes, yeah, you and about yeah, 30 think, other people. Yeah, I think... so. Uh, James Hake was the first person that called up mine, so I guess that's his. Right. Right. Oh. I mean, that's 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 what this friend said. He's like, look, I'm ordering as many as I can, but we'll see what I get. And because, you know, and I've said this to you, Jen, like, if you can't get it, you can't get it. Like, whatever. You know, like, it's with Odin's eye. If you need to give my Odin's eye away to somebody else so they can get it, that's fine with me. You know, so yeah, I want it. customer today. I want it, and I will own it eventually. But I don't have to have it right now. I'm very patient. I will hunt it down it's in the wild. It's crazy, is it? For every single other issue from Bad Idea, I've had plenty for everybody. And there's this, like, last one. It's like, I, I don't know how I messed this up, but I messed it up real good. Um. Yeah, that's what everyone's trying to hunt down because I think everyone messed up. The allocation was real. 
Except for Brainy. He's a brilliant man. <laughs> Either that or, you know, I, I, I underestimated the amount of people that are, well, so far we're okay. Hmm. Looking at what number one is sold so far, we're okay. So we're not. I still have enough left for the guys who pick up off the shelf. Um, you know, I was able to help you out a little bit, so. I'm so thankful. You have no idea. My pleasure. Yeah, I really, really wants one. I might hold one for him as well. Crackers. Ice. Just ice. Oh, ice. It sounds yeah. like crackers. <laughs> this episode brought to you by a Route 44 Diet Cherry Limeade. Sonic. For when you need drinks and everything else is full. So how do you like your Sonic? Uh, I only go there for drinks. Really? Yes. Don't like their burgers or just I've never I've never tried one, I'll be real honest. Good. That'll be your next. Get the mm -hmm. number one with mustard. You'll be good. All right. I, I I'll be honest, like they have a forty four ounce pop and they have a forty and it's a diet cherry limeade, which like is everything I need. So I'll go there and I'll be like four root forty four diet cherry limeades with very little ice, please. And they'll be like uh, what? I, I'm like, yep, that's all I need. Thanks. Bye. Like, because they're right across the street from a Chipotle. Mm -hmm. So why would I not get Chipotle? So when I was in high school, keep in mind, I grew up in Georgetown, Texas, which is a tiny little place. Not anymore, but it used to be. And so we would come from high school, drive down the street and go to the, the Sonic pull in and they used to have the brown bag special which they don't do anymore which was two burgers two fries and two drinks for five dollars so always took my girlfriend gina we go over there and we get our brown bag special and any old high school student could have afforded that i miss those days so badly we had so we have uh it's bob's big boy on the west coast i don't know if you have big boy in texas uh -uh. um it's Fritch's here, um, but it's Bob's Big Boy. Or there's Ram Horns in Michigan. Like, they, it's basically diner food, right? Sure. Um, but they were their thing was the pie and the hot fudge cake ice cream. Uh. So what my friends and I would do is fry. We would all save like whatever was left of our lunch money all week, put it in a butt bag or whatever. Put it, like put it all together, and we would go to Big Boy after every Friday night sporting event. And we would just buy a pie and eat it. Sounds divine. And they closed it. They closed the big boy. And when I talked to the person who had been the manager and asked why they closed, they go, could you guys cops like they counted on your pie money? I'm like, if that was your margin, you should have closed long ago. Yeah. Wow. But it, I, I then realized that the it had grown from just three or four of us to like, 25 or 30 of us in nine or 10 pies on a Friday night. So I go, Oh, all of a sudden this makes sense. Brainy, do you have any, like, did you have like food, like things that you did in high school with friends? I didn't have friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, was hey right. I was like, I set you right up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we had a we had a lot of eaters, and for us, I don't know if you guys had it as well. 
if you were a junior or a senior, you were allowed to get a lunch pass and leave uh, campus for lunch, yep. go to lo local eateries. Um, of course, you know, some of us 10th graders figured out how to do that as well. So, <clears throat> uh, so we would always go hang out at the Carl's Jr. locally. And, um, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't advocate this to anybody, but, you know, we would buy a cup of uh, soda on Mondays, put it in our backpack, clean it up, bring it back for the rest of the week or until they're, you know, until it wears out. <laughs> <laughs> sit at Carl's Jr. for breakfast and then, you know, at lunch and everything. Um, they eventually took all our lunch passes away because um, there was also McDonald's and Burger King, almost everything uh, locally walking distance from the school. Uh, but one uh, lunch hour, a fight broke out among some of the teenagers and in, in the Burger King. So all of them basically banned students between 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. And of course, you know, and the schools just took away the lunch passes. Yeah, Those my school wasn't my school wasn't close enough to anything to allow that kind of like walking or where you could leave. Um, but several of us got smart and realized that if we brought the security guard back a cheeseburger, he would look the other way when we were leaving. Um, and so it wouldn't be uncommon, especially during football season, for us to leave at lunch, go to the carry out down the street, like where we got the, uh, they had like a grill there, get a cheeseburger and fries, a 40 ounce beer and a Mountain Dew and go back and sit in the parking lot of the football stadium, eat our food, drink our beer, and then go back to class. Like it just kind of was what it was. And everybody knew what happened and nobody said anything as long as we were winning. Then we had a season where we didn't win, and that privilege went away real fast. Yeah. So. Yeah, we, we used to uh, <clears throat> not always make it back uh, to school at times, <laughs> um, you know, until they started kicking students out. They would never kick me out. For some reason, they did not kick me out. They would actually, you know, kick my friends out that were sitting on the same table. But they wouldn't kick me out, which is very interesting. Because um, did you look like you were in your mid-40s when you were a high schooler? I did have facial hair, yes. But I was, you know, I guess they didn't expect me to be one of those guys that was um, a troublemaker or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so. so when I opened my store, the one that I wound up closing at the beginning of the pandemic, I opened directly across from a newly built high school where they had that privilege of leaving at lunch. And I'm like, this is going to be great. And it was, <laughs> except... That the kids did, didn't have enough time to go get their food, like at the ice cream store or the bar down the street where they can get food from, and come to the store. So right before COVID happened, like we were working it out, uh, I had talked to these people and talked to these people. I was going to install uh, two food vending machines where like you get like a cold cut sandwich out of a vending machine. So they come to the store, they get a cold cut sandwich out of the vending machine, get a soda, you know, and still get a lunch while shopping for their comic books and other goods. Um, and then COVID happened and it's like, well, it was a good idea. Mm -hmm. Maybe next time. I can still remember my first store. This is Midland. There's a lot of stuff around, but I, <laughs> one of my, regulars would come in all the time 
And I'd, I'd be like, I will buy you a lunch from Burger King if you also bring me back same said lunch. <laughs> that became our, our normal thing. They're like, if they got hungry, they would just come up to the store and say, mm-hmm. Miss Jet, do you want to have? I'll buy if you fly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, you know, this is a story that I often tell about how great comic book retailers are as a community to be a part of. Um, I have a friend who is a retailer an hour and a half north of me in uh, not exactly a suburb of Detroit, but basically in Detroit. And I put on Facebook, what should I have for lunch today? Answer with deliveries to the store only. And I'm sitting at my desk and in walks a pizza delivery man with a mac and cheese pizza. Oh. And he goes, is... Is so is is so and so here? And I go, no. And he goes, well, he ordered this pizza delivered here. And so I text him and go, what did you do? He goes, you said deliveries to the store only. And so he sent me a pizza from an hour and a half away. But I'm of the belief that no good deed goes unreciprocated. There you go. So I sent him a pizza and wings. <laughs> and then the next day, he's sending me like a deli sandwich. And I'm sending him. <laughs> and this went on for like two or three days until we both went, um, this is this is getting out of hand. We're spending way too much money on food delivery. <laughs> but we talk every year when that memory comes up on Facebook, we talk about it and how much fun it was, like using Google Maps to explore restaurants around the other person's store. <laughs> So when I fin- when I finally, you know, had a day off and went up to visit his store, I'm like, we should go to this place. I've been looking at Google Maps for two months. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, I've been there. That place is great. Let's go. And it worked out. Justin, I see you trying to correct my uh, my 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 phraseology there, and no, it's no good deed goes unreciprocated. Cause I wasn't punishing him, I was giving him pizza and wings. There you go. That is punishment. Depends upon how hot the wings are. Yeah, I suppose that depends on your political bent. <laughs> so. We already talked for an hour. This is insane. I feel like the three of us could just sit around, sit around and talk for like 16 or 17 hours uninterrupted. Probably. I think we do that already, though. Kind of. It's true. <laughs> I've been in the group chat. I know. Uh, oh, speaking of group chat, here's here's a fun one for you guys. Okay, I'll put it in our group chat just so you guys can see it. But um, it's something I picked up recently. It is a Where's Waldo thing for you guys. Let's see if I can is it Where's? It. Did someone draw Where's Brainy? Oh no, man! Hell no, no! Don't go there. Why you gotta go there? So this is this is an autograph book. Oh shoot, where did it go? This is an autograph book I picked up. And it's signed by three different people. Okay. And um, this is going to be a challenge for you guys to find a third signature. I bet not. Did you send the photo? I'm sending it as soon as I find it. Okay. Give me a second. I know I have it. I know I have it somewhere, man. So have have either of you guys had a customer come into your store this week and buy, like, looking for a a Christmas gift for a, a significant other? or a friend and you suggest to them things, you know, that that friend would want 
uh, and never buy themselves. And now you know that that thing that your customer is looking at for months and months and months will be theirs on Christmas. Yes. It's a lot of fun. I bought one is customer that he, the problem is, is that all of the really, really cool things that I know that he would love from this one specific com- company, he's already got now. So I have to work really hard every year to come up with something he doesn't have. Yeah, it's I, I had a customer text me, a longtime customer text me the other day and going, hey, do you remember a couple of years ago you sold this to my sister? And it was, I actually sold them my copy of ASM 129 signed by, uh, 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 I'm going to say Jerry Ordway, but it's the other Jerry. Who was the writer at the time on Spider-Man? Um, it's, and I sold it to him because I'm like, he'll really appreciate this. This is not something you would normally buy. And he goes, so she just told me this year that this was your copy. Do you want it back? I'm like, I can't afford to buy it back. He's like, I didn't ask you that. You know that hot toy you have sitting in your office? I'll trade you. So I just traded a hot toy for my Spider-Man back. There you go. It was the world's best dopamine hit because he got to enjoy that book for a while and I got to enjoy this hot toy and now he gets to enjoy the hot toy and I get my book back. All right. Here's the photo. Download. Open. So it is signed by. Don't tell me. No, it tells you right on top. I'm not going to look. I'm going to look just for the signatures. Yeah, I see Mark Bagley. I have to move my microphone. <laughs> I'm for sure this was signed the same way. I got a book that was like this. That was all that the signature was like straight up going this way and tiny, but I don't see one. Oh, it's, is it scribbled right in the middle of uh, Carnage's junk? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can see the Sharpie. <laughs> all right, all right, hold on. Carnage's junk autograph. <laughs> yep, you can see the Sharpie at the top of the S coming out above the top of his thigh. And then you can see the line under Lee, the L for Lee, the bottom bar. Coming across the bottom of his hamstrings. Yep. And unless you're looking for it, you will never be and able to get out. Is of that. the other signature David Michelini? No, it's uh, Randy Emberlin. <laughs> okay. I was trying to figure out who would have like a a big E. Yeah, you know, I, I got the book. I'm like, where does Stanley sign this thing? I, I don't see it anywhere. You knew it had to be, though. Yep, that it book was a, added to my collection. It was a David Michelinie story, too. He wrote it. So you need to get a fourth signature, Brainy? No, I'm not cracking that thing. Don't crack it. Just have him sign the slab just so that my I brain stops twitching. If I ever get the opportunity, yeah, why not? <laughs> In fact, that you know, I've, I've honestly considered that. Uh, rather than just having to open up the slab of books that are I know are, you know, 
could get damaged or whatnot. Just have them sign the slab. Mm -hmm. I mean, why not? You just have to, like, uh, maybe get, like, some clear, like, contact paper and put it over it. I don't know. I love how, by the way, in the private chat, before Jenner, I said anything, Jarek found it. Oh, yeah, he did. Who hasn't been on since last Christmas. If he sees this, I'm calling you out, bro. We miss you. It's true. I tell this all the time. <laughs> He's just a busy man. All right. Wait, no. He can't be busy if he had time to look at it right now. Right, if he had time to look at Carnage's junk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, close. All right. So, uh, does anybody have anything else we need to talk about? No, I'm ready to be done. I've got like a, I need food or something. I've got a big headache. It's coming all on. Right. I had a headache all day until I just took like a two and a half hour nap because it was my day off and it was amazing. All right. Oh, so, man. I come home from work. I'm like, you know, I, I got to, I, I, I was so weak I went to bed. Some freaking spam caller called me in the middle. I'm like, you mother Oh, that's the worst. Oh my God. I was like, it had to be spam, right? Yeah, it's true. I've been, I followed a guy on TikTok who, when spam callers call him, he has this real deep, very, you know, you've reached the CIA fraud and spam department. Please hold while we download your ingoing and outgoing call history in order to better serve you. Like, he's perfect. Like, it's sounding like a, a robo voicemail machine. <laughs> and just the things that they yell through the phone at him are just hilarious. My so. favorite thing is, like, I don't even put any effort into it. Because when I realize it's, like, not a real person, I just go, hello? <laughs> hello? Hello? <laughs> right? <laughs> We we love the ones that call and say, "Please don't hang up." Right. <laughs> Google. <laughs> right. We would like to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. Oh my god! Hey, if your car does break down, you know, don't blame anybody else but yourself because you were warranted. But here's the thing: I don't need to extend my warranty. It's still under the dealership one that I bought it with. <laughs> All right. Thank you for watching Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom and Juan Woodlands Online, sponsored by The Adventure Begins Comics and Games and Space Cadets Collection Collection. Check out other shows on Woodlands Online, like Weekly Fallout Sports Talk, The Adventure Begins Show, Four Reels, The Best You, Between the Trees Business Talk, and much more. You can watch all these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KVQT HD 21, over the air on your TV. All of these shows and more on Roku right now. Search and add Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup. Now you can listen to our audio podcast versions of these shows on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and Amazon. I have been the voice of Movie Phone for Miss Jen and Brainy. This has been Nerd News Now. <laughs>